Gracie, can you shut the fuck up with your dreaming? Hey, stop. <laughs> stop. Gracie, stop. Hey, wake up. Ma'am. Yes. You're fucking talking in your sleep. Can you not? I'm recording. I literally just pushed the record button. She's like, nope. Go back to sleep. Stop talking. Just like, I pushed record and all of a sudden she's over there squeaking. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Squeak, squeak, squeak. Squeak, squeaker, squeakums. Squeak, squeak, squeaker, son. <laughs> squeak. Why are we squeaking? <laughs> I don't know. It's just something to do. Oh. I don't know, but I just had a dog start barking. Sounds like your intro that you sent me the other day. <laughs> oh. Have you ever wondered what's watching you in the dark? Listen as the modern Morai drags you into the macabre. We hope you like small life spaces. This week we're taking you back to English class with some thought-provoking questions. Heavy on the macabre and even heavier on the psychobabble. Welcome to episode 41, Psychobabble. Welcome back. It is us again. It is me, Tila, and Bria, and... An anonymous coyote. Ow! Ow! I feel like the coyote today. Oh, Kara, are you having some foobar moments with acne products? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny is that there's um, warning systems that go on near my home, and um, you hear packs of coyotes howling to the oh, alarm. <laughs> it <laughs> is very <laughs> troubling. Coyotes are just like dirty dogs to me. Yeah, why. they're not cute, but they're cute because they're dogs. But they're not yeah. cute because they're not wolves. They're just like mangy wolf dog things. They're like coyotes or something. They're like coyotes. Well, I feel mangy and dirty today, so I guess that works out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, nice. See, Google really does know you. You ever have those days where you're like, you even get out of the shower and you're like, I'm all clean and shaved. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, I look like shit. <laughs> Daily. Yeah, for me. All of the time. <laughs> Literally all the time. I'm definitely mangy and dirty. Uh, except for not really dirty. I just look homeless. I'm like a homeless dog. <laughs> there you go. A homeless coyote. Yeah. <laughs> I guess most coyotes are homeless anyway. Are they homeless? No, they got homes. They're wild animals. Oh, they've I don't... got a pack and they've got a cave and they've got... Do they live in caves? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. They have a territory that they roam, so... Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow Mangy it. Mangy pretend wolf. That is what Kara is. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and the beautiful wolf scrappy cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Scrappy cousin. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got Kara covered on her coyote-ness, ah. we are a long-distance podcast. We're not for everyone, so we do recommend that you have a strong sense of dark humor because we like to laugh at weird fucked up shit, and we would like you to enjoy that as well. Boom, baby. Yeah. We are not scientists or doctors or even extremely educated, although we are very opinionated. And 
We have new episodes every Wednesday, so join us for all of the macabre laughter. And we got to get right all up into our haunted eBay item. We're doing great. Miss Bria, you want to go over that? Or Kara? Or. Not it. Wow. I talked for two episodes in a row. Not it. To be fair, you chose that life and nobody forced you to do two episodes in a row. But I've officially talked for two episodes. I might sleep through this one. No. You don't get okay. Kara. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's so compliant. <laughs> okay. So today's good. eBay item is a fashionable estate vintage haunted compact mirror. It's beautiful. Mm. I love this little guy. For a whopping $22. That is real nice. It is real Does nice. Does it come with that picture? Because that picture is creepy. Oh, of the two kids? I don't know. The two kids in the bowl cuts? Like, yeah. Ew. Ew. <laughs> What's funny is Mike, when he was a kid, um, there's a picture of him and his siblings, and they literally all have that haircut. The boys and the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think his dad that used my to favorite just, thing ever? <laughs> yeah. His dad just used to put a bowl on their heads and then, like, cut around it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. Child abuse. But it's like... They're all so adorable, but then they all just have the same exact haircut. I'm like, oh, <laughs> poor little <Mickey> kid. <laughs> oh, no. It's amazing. If I'm going to see if he has it, and then I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> so I funny. need to see this. With his permission, we should show our listeners, too. Just okay. Cuts, <laughs> I'll <right>? ask him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So these estate vintage haunted compact mirror, Margaret was often called Marge by her friends at the assisted living community. Everyone loved Marge. Kind and humble she was. Is Yoda writing the shit? Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Always giving to others. One thing only broke her heart, the loss of her girls. She talked of them often, but always with tears. They had been taken away from her at a young age because of her health, and she was unable to care for them. Times were hard, and families suffered financial difficulties. After one visit, she was told the girls were going abroad to a family that could care for them. She never saw them again. If a person can die of a broken heart, that was her fate. Her friend, who passed on her story to me, claims to hear her crying long after she has passed. She would look in this mirror and wonder... Do they look like me? Do they think of me? Why is this so fucking sad? I'm fucking sad now. That's <laughs> it's really spooky. However, there are several holes in this story. So first of all, <laughs> she's in an assisted living community. So she's old, right? That's what you get from that. Right. However, she died of a broken heart. It took her 40 years to die of a broken heart. <laughs> that's so bad. Let's be real. It was probably like 70 years <laughs> if she was young. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. It took her 70 years to die of a broken heart. Maybe it had to be warmed up first. Well, they said that was her fate. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. It's not that spooky, know. but it's super cool. <laughs> that is pretty. It's sad, but it's a cute little mirror that I would put in my purse if mm -hmm. I would put a little effort in my 
appearance. But, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. It's adorable, though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to do Listen, I shaved my head because I don't like doing my hair. If that tells you anything about how I like to maintain my appearance. <laughs> I think it does. I think we all know what we need to know. Yeah, I think that tells you everything. <laughs> so uh, we haven't had a good old policy in a little while. So per eBay policy, I cannot guarantee paranormal activity. Probably because this one has a very weak backstory. I'm not really believing wholeheartedly into it, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Each individual may experience something different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. Like not a haunted thing. Like always. Yeah. All right, Marge. Just every time you open your compact, would you stop crying? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again? Again with this? Again with the crying, Marge? <laughs> Do you think once her kids die, she'll stop crying and it just won't be a haunted mirror anymore? Maybe. They'll be reunited in the afterlife. Mm, I don't know. I mean, do you get to stop haunting something? Like, if you've made the decision, fuck it, I'm haunting this. Like, do you get to be like, no, I'm good now. Pass it on through. Yeah. I think so. Well, but see, here's the thing. I don't know. I don't really think that there's like a after place where you're just like meeting up with everybody. You're like, oh, hey, my old dog Skip. Like, I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Maybe you come back as your old dog Skip. I (laughs) believe that there's different kinds of energies and whether they're recycled or not and whether they're conscious or not. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. I don't think the afterlife is like heaven or hell. I think everybody exists on the same plane. It's just a different Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wavelength. I can see that. Just like how there's different different wavelengths of light and i think that's how energy is i think energy is just on different planes we just don't see it all yeah i think that makes sense yeah i don't think it's like all the spirits are just vibing like how we do how we vibe in our time but then you could get into parallel universes and there's Mm -hmm. a universe laying on top of our universe and maybe that's the afterlife you die in one parallel universe you go to another and you just continually be recycled anyway So, Marge, (laughs) what I'm getting to is, I think, Marge. Marge. Well, I guess we have talked about the, like, the echoes and stuff like that. So, I guess, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Marge, I hope you find your kids and that you move on to your parallel universe and start a planet or something. (laughs) Start a planet? Is that what you just said? (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine if your god was named or goddess was named Marge. <laughs> oh my god. We worship we worship Marge here. <laughs> All hail Sounds like Marge. a Simpsons episode. <laughs> oh, it's good. I like it. I like it very much. That reminds me of the meme where it says, What if God came down one day and just said it's pronounced Jod and leaves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. Okay. Anyway, Marge, we hell her. Well, so we're going to do something kind of a little different today. It's a tea lab. We're going to kind of spitball. Yeah, we're going to kind of spitball a little bit. We're going to do a little thing. Yeah, we're going to do a little thing. Kind of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember back in high school days, they used to do like creative writing sort of exercises where you had to think about things but they would give you like a sentence or a picture that you would kind of base your writing off of so that's kind of what we're gonna do except for we're not gonna write because that would be a really boring podcast <laughs> it would be very quiet and it would be <laughs> listening to me type common words how to spell into google the whole entire time <laughs> and <laughs> <needs> that, so. <laughs> yeah 
But what I wanted to kind of achieve out of this was that these are thought provoking. And so we can kind of discuss what we would think maybe is going on in here. I don't know. Tila's making us use our brain. Yeah. Hopefully it'll work. But it will be spooky too. I wanted something kind of campy, kind of spooky. So this is what I came up with. Here we are. (laughs) I like it. Let's do it. Hopefully it works out. If it doesn't, I'm really sorry about this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So I just snagged a couple of different sentences that I thought were interesting and that made me think of things. So hopefully it'll do that. We're ready. I'm ready. I have put my thinking cap on. (laughs) Creative hat. Light bulb on. Clink. Sweet. So someone gets on the elevator by himself and is never seen by his friends or family again. Originally, what this episode was going to be about was Carlisle Hotel. Is that right? Cecil. Cecil. Cecil Hotel in California. And then I was reading through some stuff and found this. And this sentence totally made me think of Lisa Lamb. For those of you ha- who haven't seen it, I would be very surprised. However, so good. Watch there's it. a video of her getting into an elevator because she goes missing. And during the research, they find this clip of her getting into the elevator. But it's very weird. Like, the elevator doesn't move, even though she pushes the button. And then she kind of pops out and, like, looks both ways. And then she goes back in and then pushes the button again. And eventually the door closes, but she's acting kind of weird the whole time. So it's kind of spooky. So there's been a lot of different like theories and ideas behind that. So that's kind of what made me think was her. (laughs) So we're supposed to come up with a scenario of what happened to this person. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could do it that way or yeah, however you want to. I just thought they were interesting because it made me think of certain like stories or events or whatever. Aliens. Right? Aliens? aliens. <laughs> it's always aliens. It's always aliens. It's always aliens. <laughs> I mean, alien angle is always a good one. What if it's somebody who's trying to disappear, you know, start their own life and there's really no paranormal phenomenon with it? They just like said, bye. They just up and, and like, just peace out. Up and left. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There's a couple of times in my life that I've wanted to do that. I'm just like, hey, what would happen if I just like flew to Europe right now? Totally disappeared. (laughs) I saw a TikTok just like right before we got on the phone. Tell me that you're not coping with your current situation without telling me you're not coping (laughs) with your current situation or something like that. And the lady, she gets on and she goes, so I just moved to China and didn't tell anyone. (laughs) 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 I was like, bitch can relate. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) I feel that deeply. So maybe the person in the elevator was having a crisis, you know, and just said, I'm going to fucking China. Maybe. Didn't tell anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe somebody abducted them and murdered them. Or there's a slice and dicer and their parts are just on top of the elevator. Just rotting away oh that would smell oh it would smell (laughs) i got one for you picture this they open the elevator doors they go in the doors close the elevator starts to go up they hear knocking they come from the little vent up at the top that hatch that opens and shuts and so then the elevator stops in between floors and the hatch opens and a monster eats them 
It's the elevator monster. I feel like that's a movie. <laughs> it's the elevator monster. <laughs> I think that's good. I think we're on the right track here. Listen, you see that thing, that hatch open, and it's just black up there, and then you just see, like, you know when a cat's eyes reflect? That's, like, all you see. It's just these little eyes uh, uh, to the corner of the blackness that's mm. reflecting light looking at you. Like any of that unsettling, and then the lights go out, so you don't know what's coming into the elevator with you, but you can hear it moving. Ew! And maybe it has like a little slithery noise. A little slithery noise. <laughs> maybe it has a little slithery noise. It's like a little snake because a lot of people don't like snakes. So That's if you true. can imagine, like the sound of like a snake moving, hmm. but it's not a snake. It's got forward-facing eyeballs. <sighs> it's hunting you. You smell good. It's gonna eat you. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you guys feel safe about continuing to get into elevators. <laughs> I, listen, I am not an elevator fan and I don't like escalators. I like zero of those things. If I can take the stairs, I will take the stairs. That's so funny. I actually have a recurring nightmare that involves elevators. Now that we were, now really? we're talking about it. Do you die in one? Well, I've never died in it, but um, yeah, like I will be, they're really weird. And usually it's like, some astronomical number that I'm traveling to and then the elevator will break and then something happens and I'm free falling in you an fall elevator. To your death? Mm-hmm. I mean I never actually die. Oh. Like something always happens, but yeah, it freaks me out. I have that dream all the time. You guys have heard that thing where you can like travel to another dimension on an elevator. Like you push the seventh floor, you don't get out. You push the seventh floor like three more times. Then you go down to like the fourth floor. Then you get out and step back in and then go to the top floor. Something like that. What? Some like sequence of floors. Who the fuck wants to do that? When you get to the end of whatever sequence it is, when the doors Mm -hmm. open, you'll be in a parallel world. Oh my God. You have to be very careful not Mm -mm. to do certain things because then you get stuck there. It was some, I don't know if it was a Reddit thing or a TikTok thing or something, but. I think yours is creepier than my slithering monster. Yeah. When the whole Cecil Hotel thing came out, people were like, oh, she's playing that game. And like people say, like, they see like the parallel world, but it's like demons, kind of like hell. Ooh. Instead of like our world, it's like. kind of freaky though. The hellish version of our world. Hmm. And you can get stuck there. So you have to be really careful to like. There's like a time limit that you can be there and you can't turn your, your back has to be towards the elevator the whole time. If you turn around and face the elevator, you'll get stuck there. Mm. I don't know. I think it was a Reddit thing that I read. Do you see your parallel universe self? Yeah. (gasps) You're both getting off the elevator at the same time. But in different each other's parallel universes? Yeah. No, thank you. That's an interesting concept. What about the fact that elevators don't have a um, 13th floor ever? See, I don't understand that because they do. I think that's just such a weird superstition for them not to label it the 13th. They just changed the number. I always thought that that was so strange. (laughs) I don't get it either. I want a hotel that's all 13th floors. All right, what's your next thought-provoking? Okay, so a politician, a religious leader, or celebrity exerts mind control over the will of his or her followers, which I feel like happens all the time. So really... I was going to say, that's literally a Is cult. this really haunted? Yeah. Sometimes it can just be a corporation. Oh, yeah. It's literally our political climate and a religious relator, <laughs> or and celebrities have way too much power these days. It's literally oh, yeah. anybody who works anywhere. That's like people's jobs. Like it's 
right literally now. Literally <laughs> our, yeah, or the news media, mass mind control. Yeah. I mean, obviously my brain went to cults first. So you got what? Jim Jones and. Oh, I've been on a cult binge lately. So, oh my Have God. You? There's so many. Oh my God. I've been heavens. reading some really good ones. I was going to do an episode on the. Oh, Happy Science. Have you guys heard of it? Mm-mm. It's a Japanese cult, which is like a current cult. Like it's still active. It's amazing hmm. how many cults actually still exist. Yeah, there's a lot. Did I tell you guys about this woman? I always believed that she was a priestess and she kind of got into Scientology and she met a guy there and they decided to leave Scientology and kind of start their own movement where they basically stole a lot of like the mind control and shit from Scientology. They started in like England and she got this huge following, but then the newspapers and things like that picked up they were a cult and kind of drove them out. Then they like went to Mexico and survived a hurricane. Then they went to Boston. Anyways, it was very like you would go and like confess your sins to not, but it's not confessing. It was, it was like cleansing your conscience, but it was very Scientologistic in the way that their approach was. Anyways, this cult was, you know, 30, 40 years or something like that. After him and her split, she stayed in Boston and kind of kept like a smaller portion of the cult. And then as she got older, her and her followers ended up moving to Kanab, Utah, and they started Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. What? Yeah, that started as a cult. Now, they're not so much cultish anymore. They moved into more like animal rescue and things like that. And I mean, they're a legitimate, you know, rescue now and things like that. But originally, it started like 30 something years ago. She actually had a cult. That's wild. That is wild. Obviously, they've distanced themselves from that. But yeah, so it's it's amazing how many cults are actually still active. That boggles my brains. Hmm. Some of them good, some of them bad. You know, there's cults out there that were good. There was cults out there that started good that turned bad, you know. I always feel like most cults are just some sick dude that wants to fuck a bunch of people and do drugs yeah that's kind of how i always feel cults are yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i i thought that too but i've been listening to a lot this podcast that just really just talks about cults that's all they talk about Mm -hmm. and there's some that aren't super terrible but then there's also the ones that are super awful so yeah (laughs) i don't know i'm still skeptical i need proof you always have like your classic cults that are what heaven's gate Jim Jones. Yeah, French Davidians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's funny is I think that things kind of go in waves. Like, so serial killers, like all the infamous serial killers all happen within a time frame. And all the infamous cults all happen within a time frame. The 70s, you can just say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 70s were wild. <laughs> the 70s were fucking wild. Yeah. People want to hurt people, man. Yeah, they do. And then they all use the same idea for like 10 years and then they all come up with something new. <laughs> True. I always wonder though, like if there are a bunch of just like active, I mean, because there's still active cults. And if there's just like a bunch of active serial killers and stuff too, who knows? Oh yeah, there's got to be the FBI I think there says are. there's at least like thirty plus active serial killers in the United States at this exact moment. Really? Yeah, better at getting away with it now. And you have to be with all of the technology and things like that. You have to be better at it. Which I think is crazy. Yeah, because there's so much technology. I think the way to get away with it, you'd have to be like super old school. Like you'd have to be very off grid. 
in order to be very successful at it. Yeah. Well, and they've learned from how many TV shows. And I know TV shows don't tell anything. I mean, you can't take your science from TV. But at the same time, there are some things that that tells you, you know, that you were like, oh. Yeah. Definitely offers some hints and stuff. Uh I mean, look at podcasts. Podcast teaches people all the time how to kill people and get away with it, Kara. Hey, Kara. Well, I've been rewatching uh, Criminal Minds, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, hey, I know that serial killer. Oh, I know this serial killer. Not from the TV show, but because they take real life serial killers and real life murders and turn them into the TV show. So I'll be watching it, and I'm like, this sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, this is so and so. it's so and so (laughs) yeah i love it all right shall we do another yeah let's do another let's do another so someone keeps replacing items in your home with different objects that look vaguely familiar no one else has a key to your home and there are no signs of forced entry well somebody just made a copy of your key yeah it's probably an ex that hates you yeah see my brain straight up went to like You're having some sort of, like, multiple personality issue. Oh. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. We switch between personalities. Yeah. One of those bitches is moving shit around in your house. Honestly, when I think of somebody replacing items in your home and things like that, I remember a story about a really old house that had gaps in the walls. There was enough room for a person to be between the the exterior wall and the interior wall. Like Mm. old houses were built like that. And there was a person, actually, there's a couple movies about this too, but there was a person that was living in the crawl spaces and shit like that. And they'd come out at night when the families were asleep like that and eat the food and do things in the house. And eventually, like, I think it was like a guy and he ended up like he died and they couldn't figure out what the smell was. They finally got an exterminator out to find out like what dead animal was in the house. And it was a guy that died in the crawl space Ugh. that had apparently been living in their house for like months. And they had no so idea. Creepy. Yeah, but they would always find like random small things moved or the paper tiles would be on the other side of the sink in the morning. Just random shit like that. There was a fucking YouTube channel, I think, or some shit that had done like a video parody kind of deal where it was like this they would leave and the guy's like things were changing in my house and so he set up security cameras and then saw this chick crawling out from the attic little door thing and eating his food and shit while he was gone i remember that it's like huge so so scary i've heard several stories about that i think that if somebody was moving my shit around that would be the first thing I'd be like, there's somebody in the fucking walls. Somebody in the walls. I know there's it. somebody in the walls. I would feel like somebody had a copy of my key. Aliens. Well, what, Aliens. The part about that that gets me is where it says that it's different objects that look vaguely familiar. So it's stuff that you've seen before that just like that are being replaced. So it's like, say your favorite coffee mug is now replaced with a different coffee mug that is familiar to you. That's kind of the part where I'm just like, ooh. Hmm. So they know. So it would have to be somebody in the house that is watching you. Yeah, so either somebody watching you or that's why I went straight to like multiple personalities or like some sort of psychosis or something like that. Yeah. I feel like that somebody could pull that really easy over on me because I am not very observant when I'm at my house and Uh, 
I would not notice. Jeremy would notice right away. Jeremy's good like that. Yeah. I, not so much. Oh, yeah. Ray would notice it immediately, but I'd probably live the rest of my life not even thinking about it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. You could swap out pretty much anything in front of me I wouldn't notice, <laughs> except for maybe my dog. A year later. I'd be like, it, didn't I have a different coffee mug? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because Ray will do something in the house. He'll be like, did you notice? I'm like, no. And he'll literally have to, like, take my face and put my face right in it and be like, do you notice something different? I'll be like, uh, yes. <laughs> he's like, and he'll have to tell me. I did that to me the other day. He came home. He's like, you didn't even notice, did you? And I was like, notice what? He's like, walk outside and walk back in like you're just coming into the house. I'm like, okay. So I walk out, walk back in. I'm like, still looks like your house. <laughs> he's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, uh. What did he do? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> the couches in one of our rooms one day it took me like a week before i was like oh hey you moved the couches around he's like i fucking did that like a week ago i was like oh that's oh, good. okay <laughs> yeah all right next one tila okay so next beep, one beep, 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 a collector buys an unpublished manuscript by an obscure writer that describes a terrible historical event a year before it occurred collector learns the writer wrote many unpublished stories bum, bum, bum. my mind immediately goes to this guy who fell in a coma lived an entire life and woke up and he would write he wrote down all of his experiences while he was in a coma but he knew about things like the atomic bomb which didn't exist when he fell into the coma and he knew about all of this stuff. And so once he died, he gave it to like his protege who read it all and published it because there's no way this guy could have known a lot of the stuff he wrote down, but he did. So it was kind of like a Nortradamus kind of thing. Uh He didn't predict the future, but he had like all of this information and knowledge that he shouldn't have had. He stayed current. Interesting. So that's immediately where my mind just went. I was like, that guy in the coma or Nortradamus, (laughs) but I think Notre Dame is like bullshit. I think he's a huge fucking fraud. Why? How? Because it happened. It those things because happen he doesn't. Like- he didn't write. This is going to happen in this year. He wrote in code or in sonnet, as you will. You could literally take any of his prophecies and bend them to fit whatever you wanted it to. You literally Which could. I think is true, but that happens a lot with anything like kind of mystic related is that you have to have an interpretation of it. However, like the basis is there. Once I started learning about his like history and his actual life story, he was a fraud. He 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 made money off of it. He wormed his way into kings and queens. He just he was a fraud. And he was for a very long time. And then suddenly he started receiving all of these, you know, premonitions. But before that, like, he legitimately was just, he made his way in the world bullshitting. Like, he was invited to, like, an earl's house or something like that. And the earl tested him, like, you have to predict what we're going to have for dinner. Or something like that. Something stupid. And he predicted that they were going to have the black pig for dinner tonight instead of the pink pig that the butcher had already slayed and they're like no the butcher's already killed this one there's no way we're going to kill a second pig for dinner tonight we'll come to find out he had already been down in the pen and found out that the pig that they had slaughtered for dinner that night had like a disease or something like that so he knew in advance that that was going to happen but then he played it off as like i'm reading the future 
where in fact he just knew something that somebody else didn't know and he that got him very far with his little knowledge of the supernatural but in reality he just had inside information well i think there's a standard that comes where you have actual real predictions mm -hmm. that come true right well now you're held to a standard of making predictions because i think premonitions happen all the time that come true mm -hmm. or people predict things that come true all the time with a lot of accuracy but I think when you break it down to the individual, okay, so this pro this premonition happened, it came true. Well, now I want you to continue doing that. I'll pay you to continue doing that. So now you have this standard of bar where, yes, you've had accurate predictions because they don't just come to me. In my mind, they don't come just like popping candy. Hey, I want to know what happens in the future. That doesn't fucking happen to anybody. But because you have to meet this quota or this standard now, you're going to create predictions that you can control because it gives the illusion that you are still receiving premonitions that are as powerful and as potent as they were before so you don't lose money so you don't lose that kind of thing i think that's the human factor inside of the premonition thing and predicting the future i mean look at the simpsons episode look how crazy accurate some of those predictions were yeah, yeah not true. to mention the, you know, the different ones that have happened all through time. I think premonitions are, are real. I think people get messages or receive predictions of the future. And I think that comes through. And there's some people who take advantage of that gift. And when it doesn't come like candy, they fucking make it come like candy. I think that's how a lot of mediums kind of make their money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it is. They're sensitive. And yes, they can read people, but it doesn't come like flip, flipping a switch on and off. So you've got to create some, you know, pizzazz to go with it. So you stay relevant and people still give you money and you can make a living out of it. Well, and being able to read people is a real thing too. Like, and being able to read people's emotions and play off of those things and know the right things to say. Yeah. Like, I think that those things all play into that as far as like mediums and things. And, and predictions go because you might have an idea of what somebody's looking for and if you can read their emotions as well and ask the right questions then you're there you know yeah i mean for me reading people is i don't pay super close attention on purpose because i don't like picking up people's bullshit but when i am paying attention it's really easy for me to pinpoint how somebody feels even though they're not saying anything and I think that that's actually yeah. something for people who do have those premonitions. It kind of just innately happens. And so turning that into a money maker is, you know, not hard. You dangle money in front of somebody who has something like that and are offered to pay them for that kind of stuff. There's not very many people who are going to turn that down. Sorry, I like my nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. And my non-fame and my bank account to be small. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so. Well, there's always people willing to pay for it, too, which is mind-boggling. But Well, because people are desperate to be understood. Yeah. And that's not something that, like, comes easy is being understood. I don't think really anybody can say that they are, you know. But yeah. if you feel like you are, then, I mean, desperate people will pay for it. True. And honestly, like another thing with that, to take tarot readings or future predictions or something like that into consideration, you've got people who will let anything fit their narrative. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what they're going in there to talk about. It's in their brains. And all you have to do really is what comes out of their mouth 
it doesn't matter what cards you draw or whatever, it's going to fit in whatever scenario is on their mind, whether they tell you about it or not. They'll make it fit one way or another. People want to believe there's guidance there that is more divine, but really it's all about, I mean, I think there is to an extent, to a point. Well, it's like watching the psychics on TV where they're just like asking questions like, oh, it starts with an S. Well, it doesn't start with an S. Well, there's an S in the name. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, whatever, feeling out those things. And then the people just kind of tell them anyways. Yeah. So they they used to really like wearing this uh, different kind of uh, article of clothing. Oh, yeah, coat. Yeah. Yeah, coat. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just stuff like that. Cold reading is what they call it. Uh Uh-huh. And people fall for it because... They want to get those things out, but don't really know how. And so if they feel like somebody's actually understanding what where they're coming from, you know, why wouldn't you be like on board with it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you disconnect and there's some things that I'm like, wow, I feel like I know a lot about this person. I feel like I shouldn't know that. Close your ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Close your feelings. I experience that quite often where it's just like I will um, meet somebody and I just know things about them but it's like i don't know it keeps me from having those conversations with people though so i don't think that that connection ever goes both ways because i already know them on a deeper level does that make sense like no i it totally to me it does like kind of get where that stuff like comes from but it's people who try to force it to be a thing every single time when it's not a thing every single time some people you just don't connect with but paid them forty dollars to give the old bamboozle yeah (laughs) rug and tug like whatever (laughs) yeah but honestly if i like read something and i was like oh my god this came true and it was written years before and i found out that there was more oh i'm fucking gathering all that shit up. Oh, yeah. Taking it off. Because <laughs> now I'm going to make a lot of money off of this. <laughs> yeah. It's insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain, the brain. Yeah. This is a good one. So when putting together a slideshow for a wedding or funeral, someone notices that for decades, the same man dressed in the same fashion has been appearing in the background of photographs taken in public places. Slender man. Nope. Haunting. I'm straight going to haunting. Yeah. Somebody in those pictures is haunted. Grandma, you've been haunted for a long time. <laughs> That's a long ass time to be haunted, Grandma. Yeah. Listen, Mima. Listen, Mima. <laughs> take it with you. you. Take it with you. Yeah. You'll be passing that on uh, to a different generation. You be taking that sixth sense shit. Uh, could you imagine like putting it together for a wedding and then in the wedding photos, the same person starts appearing in the background? <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. We would be having a talk. I'd be like, Jeremy, mm-mm. If it were to happen to anybody, it would be you, so. <laughs> Bria's fucking smudging the house and the wedding venue yeah, and I'd have to everything smudge else. This always reminds me of those, um, do you ever see those photos that are like, I don't know, they always put them on like Ranker and, or BuzzFeed, where it's like, these pictures, these haunted pictures. Oh, were they like. And it's always like some creepy, like, ambient person, just like a face or something in the pictures. I hate those. They creep me out so yeah. bad. Well, it kind of reminds me of those pictures of like, have you guys seen the one of the guys sitting, they're like building a skyscraper or something, and they're sitting having lunch. And one of the guys at the end looks like Kenny Reeves. People are like, ah, he's a vampire. Yeah. Or like the ones of like, Nicolas Cage. Oh. Uh, like people are like, oh. This guy looks exactly like Nicolas Cage, but they lived in the 1800s and things like that. It's 
kind of what it reminds Those are me cool. of. You know, your doppelganger yeah. or whatever. Doppelganger. Creepy. Yeah. Do you think that the way that people see your face is different from the way that you see your face? Yeah. Me, well, I don't like, know. Like, not just in mirrors. Yeah, I'm sure it not is. Not just mirrors and cameras and stuff and pictures. Like, do you think people's brains? I think so. Don't you feel like you look different in your pictures than you do when you look in the mirror? Yeah. I think like, I always so. feel more attractive looking at yeah. myself in the mirror than I do in pictures. I think that there is definitely because I think everybody interprets things differently. So I'm sure everybody sees you a little different. Yeah. But it would be so interesting to be able to hop into somebody's brain one day and just see how they see the world. And just yeah. Well, I just even making this podcast of listening to us talk, like I don't recognize my voice. Like, my voice sounds totally different when I'm listening to it than it is in my head. Agreed. I'm always like, oh, I've got this great, like, kind of deeper voice and kind of sultry sound and voice. It sounds really nice inside of my brain. And then I listen to it. I'm like, oh, God, like, people have to hear me talk. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Same. That's how I, I feel. That same way. So weird. Because I was, I was like, in my head, I don't feel like my voice mm-hmm. is as deep as, as it is. And then I listen to it. I'm like, oh, my God. I sound like a man. Like, babe, is this what you have to listen to? He's like, what are you fucking talking about? I was like, seriously, gross. gross. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm a lot more <laughs> shrill than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, like, whew. and my voice seems always higher. I'm not prepared to listen Hi, to myself. Too. Yeah, I don't like that because I really do See, feel like I lower. have a more sultry voice, and it is not. I feel like I want to be Phoebe, where I'm trying to catch a cold all the time to have the deep <laughs> sultry voice that's in my head. You know, in my brain, I'm a phone sex operator, that's and then so out funny. here in the real world, I'm a yeah. chipmunk. <laughs> 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 that's the fucking truth though that's what it feels like yeah. yeah well the thing that gets me is my laugh i always thought i had like a good laugh <laughs> no i don't have a good laugh i don't know what the fuck it is that i do but it, i sound like i'm trying to like skin a cat or something that's like, an inherent that's trait laugh. yeah <laughs> no, that's true i think since being told from a young age that i'm like loud and stuff like that i've always not liked my voice and i've always related like my loudness to what i sound like so i've never really liked it but having the podcast definitely has gotten worse so <laughs> you're like so it's, great. it's really doing wonders for myself i've now got a complex yeah, yeah right <laughs> i needed one more thing to be self-conscious about this yeah is here it. i am Yay. well we all know that you enjoy listening to our super fun voices (laughs) but in case you don't want to hear our voices but you have questions for us or if you want to answer any of these questions that we brought up today then send us a little line at themodernmoirai at gmail.com or you can follow us on either facebook at modernmoirai instagram at modern.morai.pod on the tweets at themodernmoirai or on tiktok at the modern morai and share us on facebook or word of mouth and go ahead and jump on that itunes and leave us five stars and a review even if you just throw in the hashtag psychobabble do it because that is our episode today (laughs) and then join us next week for another story into the macabre macabre Oh, that was so sweet. All right. Well, I love you guys. Have a good nighty night. All right, guys. I love you. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bitches. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.
That was a snowball off of elevators, but there we are. <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole. That's all right. We like rabbit hole. Isn't that what this episode's about? Yeah, it is kind of. Psychobabble at its finest. I like rabbit hole episodes. Got a lot of just random knowledge that I can't spout off any other I, time. Yeah, so that's perfect. What, yep. I can just use all of my just craziness. <laughs> that's what this is about. Bring up random topics. I love it. And just talk some wild shit, you know? Yeah.